There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's your favorite single girl, Andrea Bain. Welcome to the Single Girl Problems Podcast, your one-stop shop for real relationship talk. On today's show, we are going to get into it. Now, would you stop your friend from getting married if you thought they were making a huge mistake? Or would you keep your damn mouth shut? And talking about friends, would you let your BFF choose your next date? A new dating app is putting your married bestie in charge of your love life. Hell no. We're going to get into that. And also, a bride has a request for her pregnant friend for her photo shoot. We're going to discuss if it's okay for a bride to boss her bridesmaids around and what my rule is for all my girlfriends who are getting married. I already told them a long time ago. We'll get into that. And ladies, you're never going to believe what men are doing to impress women on a first date. It's kind of weird. Um, but before we get started, listener discretion advised. During this show, we will be discussing adult content. This includes uh, bossy brides, BFF setups, and weird dating apps. Remember that time you talked trash at your friend's wedding? Uh, oh, my bad. That was me. <laughs> yes, but we're going to get into it. So pull up a seat, get your snacks, and strap in. My guest today is super special because we've known each other for a long time. We know where all the bodies are buried, although we're not going to go there. Long time. It kind of dates us, but it's okay because we're hitting our 40s and still looking good. Looking good. Everything's tight. Keeping it tight. Keeping it right. Um, We're talking about the newest cast member of Real Housewives of Atlanta. Tanya Sam is in the house. What? What? How you doing? Born in Toronto, but Atlanta adopted me, y'all. I know. How does it feel to be home? Like, does it it feel different? It feels so good. Yeah. I mean, it feels completely different. I think I've been gone out of Toronto for about long time. It's been that long already. Uh, 2008. What's that? I don't do oh, math. No, no, so maybe 10 years. Maybe 10 years. That's it feels still like a way long no, time. I think it's longer than that. I don't know. I don't do math either, girl. No, I was like, I don't do math. I was like, I don't yes. do math. This is my taxes. So this city has changed. A lot. It's changed. But some things I are still the so same, much. though. Yeah. No. Like the people the are still the same. the same. Yeah. The people but are still the same. I feel like it's way more fabulous. Yeah. Oh, we've bumped it up. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like the game is up. Yeah. Which know? is good. We're like the New York, we're trying to be New York City. But we Come. are there. Like we used to be a little bit more granola, or maybe I'll speak for myself. <laughs> Like, I was granola. I, I was like, the girl with a Grateful Dead backpack, purple Birkenstocks. Oh, you were on your own with that shit. And yeah, shout out to Etobicoke <laughs> Collegiate. And the black girls there would be like, why is that girl dressing like that? Yeah, it was Oh, great. you got that. Oh, did you get that? You're not black enough crap. I got that. I got that. I mean, I, think, I hope the city has let it pass. But anyways, let's talk you know about what? the great things about Toronto. Yeah, let's, things, let's are, you know, things have definitely, definitely changed. Yeah. I think we're seeing ourselves, like, especially because um, we were just talking about it earlier, about the fact that Toronto's almost like a bubble. Like, the rest of the country is nothing yes. is like Toronto. We are really? like, an amazing city. We have all the sports teams. We have great people, multiculturalism. We have yep. everything, so it's pretty cool. But tell me, what has it been like? Enough about Toronto. That's yes. nice. Toronto's <laughs> nice. Come visit. 
Um, what's it been like being on The Housewives? Like, is it what you expected? Um, I don't think you could ever actually prepare properly for a reality mm. TV show. Mm. Um, so I thought I had all these expectations and ideas of how it would be. And I think it's nothing like that. Nothing. I think the biggest misconception is I absolutely thought that once I agreed and I was on there, people yeah. would be like, okay, girl, this is what you got to do. Yeah. Pull you aside and give you like no, the, the, like nothing. No one says no, anything to you. No, no. So they just like, no tips, it, no coercion, no like manufacturing fights this it is so real and so authentic. those fights are real yes okay so this is a problem because like when I, I promise you i thought i would have way more help in this and i'd be like okay no total real because as a tv person i'm like no they gotta manufacture this like whose life is this dramatic all the time is there so this is their real life they're this dramatic yes Yes. They really squabble with each other over these like petty little things. Yeah, but they turn out to be big things. So I mean, well, okay, now there's so much pettiness on the show. I like, was like, come my on. My main thing that you guys probably saw is like I got persecuted for calling a pair of sunglasses low, right? And then it just escalated into this whole thing that people just found unforgivable. I don't um, understand. Like I don't understand. You to break that down for me. Like you called them low as in like they were inexpensive. So we were doing a fashion show. It was okay. a competition. We were on a girls' trip. And so basically it was like 15 minutes. I was competing against Marlo and okay. it had to, you had to basically come out and compete for the fashion queen, right? So it's okay. like fun girls' trip stuff, okay. right? So I like put on this outfit and I come out and I'm pretty much like, you know, um, Lady Gaga at the Met Gala. I've got nice. one outfit and I turned into another outfit. And in doing that, I had this pair of sunglasses that I had bought from Nini's store. Okay. And I said, you know, I also paired with a $2,000 Dior bathing suit. Okay. Very clear. Yeah. Old couture house that's like 200 years old yep. and a pair of sunglasses yeah so i said you can do highs and lows and because i said the sunglasses were low but in comparison to dr it was f- like my head got chopped off like off with your head that was it you're you're fucking with me no 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 like people didn't that was a reason for the for rest it. of the trip i was called all these names i was called shallow this and i was just like i was shouting out your sunglasses genuinely being yeah like, and they do fashion shows like that all the time it's high yeah. low you got to yeah. mix and make it but like some, yeah. That's an issue. Yes, this it's real. It's totally Tell me real. they're over it. Tell me they're over that. Oh, it remains to be seen. Come on. Not really. I think it left like a little scar there and it carried through a little bit to the season. So we are talking about some very sensitive egos on that show. Yeah. yeah real yeah. sensitive. So yeah. you have to like, so are you, do you find yourself being more careful about everything that you say and do now? Um, or you're just going to be your authentic Tanya self? So definitely my authentic Tanya self. But I think this is this is where I think it's very nuanced, right? Mm. As Canadians, yeah. we're very empathetic. Yes. We're very polite. We're very respectful. So yeah. we carry that with us everywhere. So I think that factored in a lot. A lot mm. of times on the show, the fans would be like, Tanya, I need you to stand up for yourself. These people are being rude. Mm. Right? And I'd be like, eh. You don't really do that. Uh, it's like Trudeau said. Remember there was that quote that he was talking to Trump and he mm. said, Canadians are polite, we're respectful, but don't let us fool you. We will bite you back. Hell yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. Like, that is exactly it. So I guess maybe because you're not as dramatic. Like, we have the same emotions, but we're not as dramatic with it. At the time, it's like, doesn't change my great life. You know, no. we're like, that eh, too. it rolls off your back and you go on your merry way. I think that's another thing too. I think if the women were younger and they were having these discussions, I, it would make sense to me because remember... When we were in our 20s, you remember the nonsense? Oh my gosh. That's like, people so were upset. True. There was so much garbage and stupidness. But oh we were in our 20s. Gosh. You're supposed to be that way in You're your 20s. You have nothing like else to worry about oh in your God. life. But as you get older, you're like, who cares? Who? Like, who are cares? you kidding me? I can't raise my temperature for that. You've got to be kidding me. I'm not raising my blood pressure for this nonsense. Exactly. So it's interesting to see that whole dynamic. 
But it's TV. I guess it makes for good TV. But it's very real. Going back to your question, it's very real. That's blowing my mind. And you know what the thing is? The thing is, I remember when I heard that you got it. I was very excited for you because I'm like, that's awesome. You have the personality for it. But then I was nervous for you because I'm like, everybody was nervous because these women are aggressive. We see people snatching wigs. We see table flipping. We see all kinds of stuff. So I was like, "Uh, is nice little ten Canadian ten? You're gonna be like, suppose somebody reaches for a track. What is? What are we gonna do? I know. I think. I mean, here's the thing. I did. I shown a lot of myself on that show and I've yeah. only come on as a friend so I've had a very part-time role but I've laughed yeah. I've, I've cried I cried yeah. on national television but you're you're um, you're a crier yeah. I am a crier I am a crier <laughs> like, and a you crier. know what at first I was very afraid about that because I didn't actually expect to cry yeah but I'm fine with it you yeah. know why because mm-hmm. so many women reached out and they mm-hmm. said I understand yeah like I understand that someone was yelling at you in an aggressive manner and that was something you had never experienced of course a lot of people the converse side of that is a lot of people reached out and they'd be like girl didn't your mama yell at you like that and I was like, no. no. Actually, no one's ever yelled at me like that. That's why I cried at yeah. 39 years of age or whatever. Yeah. So it is what it is. No, it's all good. Be yourself. And yeah. you know what? That's the thing about television. No matter what you're doing, uh, be your authentic self. If you start putting on bullshit, people yeah. know right away. And now that we're in this time where people can literally can just kind of like tell you that you're bullshit, like get yeah. into that comment. I was something like they know I've worked on shows with people who are not nice and mm-hmm. then someone like random person be like oh my god I love your show but what's with that person that you sit next to and I'm like the audience knows they wow. always know the truth they can see right through the bullshit and I off like and I have to bullshit them and be like no that person's great because you can't, can't bad really. yeah yeah well you would like to yes. there've been so many times where I'd be like yeah like TV shows are y'all don't even people know say what they want listen <laughs> I think there, there's a little bit of like Cardi B that freedom she has to just say stuff that oh I'm like gosh. god I wish I could do Enviable. that yeah, yeah for sure. but it's like no but then you got to think it's yes. the bigger picture and do you want to start squabbling with people all the time no I don't no. Like, I just don't I don't really like to do it so I like to be like the United Nations like we can work through this stuff and, and- the mature person I also like the role that you've taken that you are like doing your own thing you're talking about business you're talking yeah. about tech you're not talking when you go and do stuff you're not talking about the show and yeah. who's angry at each other about, did you, you know, specifically but... decide to do that so that you didn't get caught up in the he said she said type of stuff on the show well I just kind of think I love what I do and I think mm-hmm. it's exciting mm-hmm. and so you can't help naturally wanting to talk about what you love and what's exciting and I think you know part of the reason I went on the show was I felt like there was this platform I mean yeah housewives in Atlanta reaches like six million people all across the world yeah like my dad lives in Ghana now, and he says there were like watch parties in Ghana that were happening before I was on that oh, show. Oh yeah, everybody but watches. But proud that there's someone who's half Ghanaian on the show. So, yeah. you know, if I really wanted to kind of scale what I do in mm-hmm. terms of helping women, people of color, minorities, anyone build a business, yeah. I was like, huh, let's talk about it on TV. Yeah, which makes so. sense. And I, I don't like. I'm not that I'm going to get hate, but I don't know if the other housewives actually have a job. <laughs> like I don't mean I'm not You're trying to be, be now. I'm like I'm not trying to be a, a per, but I'm just saying maybe that's the difference it's because um, you already had like a job and you were doing something that is like a yeah. huge business and the other like don't mean Candy's a singer she Candy, does stuff yeah. Candy's right? a great businesswoman right? I mean, all of them are great businesswomen like in their a, own right yeah but they didn't have like it's an very off, different. they didn't have an yes. office that they were going to Monday yeah. to Friday yeah. a place to check in a bunch of yeah so I think that's, maybe that's different. a difference and a lot of it is um, so for example like not even on my show if you look at like um, Bethany Frankel mm-hmm. for example love so her she Love her. You know, used the platform of the show to scale these million dollar businesses. Yeah. And so I think, you know, but she'll say, like, when I came on that show, I had like. Shh. 
two nickels to rub together. She was right? homeless. She was living on like exactly. a studio apartment. That's why I love her so much. And yes. also because that's what I when I got excited when I heard you're gonna be on the yeah. show. I'm like, yes, if you're smart, you use this. You, you don't spend it. the time squabbling. You yeah. use this to launch yourself. Because what Bethany did was incredible. 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 Yeah, she's incredible. And there's lots of incredible women across all these franchises, even yeah. on my show. Um like they're doing great stuff. Yeah, Candy's done a lot of stuff. Candy's done a lot of stuff. I think you know some of the OGs like they you know they've been on their 10 plus years years yeah. for example so I think they're like the way they look at being on the show is different they came on the show mm-hmm. as you know actors just, reality just you just know, to be like on the show they were yeah. really wives like yeah. and I think you know one of the things that about this show that drives me crazy is people will say oh um you know this is housewives like you, you know the definition of what a housewife is mm-hmm. has drastically changed right so this mm-hmm. show was created for women to sit at home and like sit, literally squabble over tea time yeah because their husbands went out and made the money. Like, yep. which is the way it started out. Please tell me which woman that is right now. Like, even the moms that are at home, they're mm-hmm. running businesses at home. Like, it's just different. But it's also, I think, it's a, the times have changed, the right? Times have changed. So even if you are a housewife, now you can go on your Instagram and you see another housewife yep. who is sitting at home just like you, but yep. she started a little business yeah. because she can because it's a much easier thing to do. You don't need to be this huge company no. to do that. So I think the housewives, because I think every woman, even the woman who's at home taking yes. care of her children, yes. she has a desire to do great stuff. Yeah. So I think it's interesting, but yeah. No, good for you. Listen, good for you. Listen, I'm behind you. I just, I'm just don't want anybody putting hands on you or getting too aggressive. Girl, me too. I hope so. I hope so. But I will say I have like, especially coming home to Toronto. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of surreal, right? Being mm-hmm. on a reality TV show and then yeah. you get off the airport, you're in your hometown and someone's like, oh my gosh, it's Tanya. Yeah. Like it, it, it breaks me up guys. It's, yeah. it's pretty amazing. But um, people will say, they'll be like, Girl, don't make me come up there and have to beat people up. So, like, it is so funny. Because I think all of us, when we think about the housewives, we think aggressive. Yeah. We think Teresa Judice. We think about these women who are ready to, like, roll up their sleeves. We think mob wives. We think about these women who are like, yo, I fight. Um, Portia that time. Remember Portia hit Kenya? Oh, yeah, yeah, Right? That's what we think about. So we're just looking at little, we're like, listen. I can't fight. I've never been in a fight. Listen, none of us have been in a fight, but we will get on that Air Canada flight to come down and be like, "Uh uh-uh, you don't put hands. Use your words. Use your words. Use your words. Use your words. (laughs) Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, So let's talk about would you let your BFF choose your date? Well, there's a new free dating app called SHIP, S-H-I-P, that does just that. The app allows you to invite your BFF to review and accept potential matches on your behalf. Now, it's no secret that we all ask our friend's opinion on some on someone before we start seriously dating them, whether it's a group chat, to analyze a text, or a heart-to-heart conversation. Now, SHIP allows its users to invite their friends who are in relationships, that's the whole thing, your friend has to be in a relationship, okay. um, to chat where you can share possible match- matches with each other before actually going on the date. Now, according to the founder of the app, uh, SHIP eliminates the pressure and anxiety surrounding dating apps and talking with a stranger because you have your friends cheering you on throughout the process. The question is, would you let your bestie choose your next date? 
gonna let you answer because you already look like you would do this. I know um, you would do this. I have so much mixed reviews on this, but yes, absolutely. I personally think I am a great judge of character in terms of setting people up. Like, I actually think I'm a pretty good relationship person, I will just say. So I think I would be able to choose someone very, very well for other people. Now, I do have a question about this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm the one chatting with the prospective guy. Yeah. I ain't got time for that. Like, that's like dating. If I had time to start dating again, like whatever. But I do think I would be really good because sometimes I have a lot of single girlfriends mm-hmm. who are single for a reason because y'all are stubborn and you don't know how to pick a man. So as I'm, as I'm allow my me <laughs> to help you, right? Like I go through this a lot with my girlfriends. I do. And so I just think I would be really good at this. So... Yes. You would do it. Okay. Well, here's the deal. I totally disagree with this. I would never touch this app. I would never touch it. Never. I'm going to say here's the reasons why. Majority, and I know it's going to sound insulting, but I got to keep I gotta keep it real. Most of the people I know, I'd say 95% of the women I know, mm-hmm. uh, I would never have touched their husbands with a 10-foot pole. Well, of course that's and totally I, no, different. No, no. But I don't find their husbands attractive. Like, I'm like, I don't get it. Like, you love him, but I don't understand no, how you chose no, him. No, but that's different. So I'm not trusting her judgment to choose my man when I see what she chose. I'm like, if you're going to get me one... Like, like what you got? Uh, uh-uh. I'm good. I'll stay over here. Second, girl, thing, let me pick a man for you. No, I wouldn't pick my oh, man for you. Oh no, but no. I would be able to pick a good man for you. That's no, no. the difference. That's no, no, the no. key. But that's what I'm saying. But here's the deal. It's like if I'm not going to choose a trainer who has a pot belly if I'm trying to get fit. And what I'm saying, I'm not letting my girlfriend, whose husband I don't like. I'm like, this bozo, you're marrying him, and that's cool, because that's you. But you're not choosing my man, because I saw what you chose, and mm, I'm not doing that. Well, then maybe they're... I, I don't know so who that's your girlfriends why, are who are picking these Yetzi, like, ugh, There's a lot people. of them. There's a mm. lot of them. Okay, and here's the next thing, and I truly believe this, and I think this is a PSA for all single women. Do not send somebody in to talk to the man that you want. It's a very dangerous game to play. Yeah, but the key on this one is they're already in a relationship. And who's that ever stopped? Well, which is why this is the second star of this. Mm. I feel like that's really risky business Thank you. for the person in the relationship. Thank you. That is bizarre. Because if she sees something that she likes on this app. I mean, here's the thing. If you're in a committed relationship and you're at this age, like one of the smartest things is just don't mess with fire. You know what I mean? It's like I was just um, speaking to a CEO the other day. The guy is single and he just said like, hey, look, I had interviewed this woman and she for my EA she was like way too pretty, mm-hmm. way too this. He was like, I actually couldn't hire her. Because she was going to be a distraction. Yes. Like, I so. be honest about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? you got to keep. So if you're in a relationship and you're like, ooh, this guy is so nice. And we're, here we are having these text conversations. That is like subversive dating. Like, also, that's not think right. about how lovely your girlfriend's personalities are. The reason why they are your girlfriend. Yes. So now they're talking on your behalf. So how do you know that that guy's going to be like, oh, I like Tanya. Tanya and I kind of like, we hit it off more than you and I do. I think it's very dangerous to send in your friend. If you're interested in someone, I think you should be the only person doing any kind of communicating with that person because maybe the person will take to your friend more than they will take to you. That's a problem. So I'm just like this. I I appreciate like there are people who don't make a move in their life without their best friends telling them what to do. I am not one of those people. If I'm going to make a mistake, it's going to be 100% me and I want to own it. Uh, I've also never had anybody set me up properly. Every single person that's ever tried to set me up, when I got to that date, I'm like, I want to punch that friend in the face. Oh my gosh. Uh, Even uh, maybe you remember that time you set me up with that guy? Who? You were dating that Xerox salesman dude, that loser. Remember? And you set me 
girl. What happened to him? Okay, I, tell yeah. Me. I mean, fast forward ten years, he's like a major investment banker. He good yeah yeah him. yeah. Okay, good good. But, but at anyways, the time, he did something. No, he time. just. I'm not calling him a loser because of his job. I'm saying that at the time he did something bad too. That's what I'm, in my mind he was a loser. And you said he was like, oh my best friend, and you we went on a date. This man looked like a turtle without a shell. He oh, was right. I set you up with the that guy's best friend. Yes. Okay. And fine, he was fine. five Caveat. two. I, right. And I, like, no offense to the short guys out there. He looked like a little black Buddha and he was where he had shells on his necklace. And I was yeah. like, I'm going to kill Tanya Sam when I see her ass. And then the guy had the nerve to say, I'm a twin. And I was like, okay, yes, because that's what the world needs. Two of y'all. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's guy. what we're missing. That's what we're missing. We need two of y'all. And he couldn't make any conversation. Oh. And I was like, but he's not the only one. I've had so many. Another yeah. friend set me up with a guy who was like. He, every time I asked him, like I was asking him simple questions, you know, you're just trying to make conversation. And every time I asked him a question, he would like look to the table, like searching for the answer because he thought there was a writer. And I was like, y'all. And I'm like, why would you set me up with him? And he's like, I thought you could fix him. And oh, that was fix. And that's why no I was like, here for fixing. I'm going to find my own bad date. I'm going to have no one to blame but my yeah. damn self. So, yeah. So that's that one. So you're, you would do it. I would be the you person. Would, okay. Who I, I let's put it this way. I think I would be great at recommending people to others. Now, using this app, I don't have all that time for that. I don't it's want to engage gr- deeply with your man, not <laughs> not at all. But I like the premise of it. Okay. Yeah, the, I wonder if it's a female founder or it is. a male. Oh, it is a female. Hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, women, we rely on each other. We do kind of like, look at this text. We do kind of go over everything. Like, yeah. Like, especially when we're in the beginning of a relationship. Yes. When we're like, you know, you're I not sure and you're excited. I feel like I'd be really good at picking people. Because especially now that my friends are getting older, girl, like, it's even harder because we're like, well, I'll speak for, I'm 40. Okay. So we're set in our ways. It's harder to like find the one. I mean, it's just hard out here. It's point of this podcast. Uh, it's harder mainly because people have a really crappy attitude about it. Mm. Dating in your twenties, you're just lighter about everything in life. Oh you're gosh. lighter about your career. You're lighter about your life. You're lighter about everything. And as people get older, they get more like they're thinking about their time. They're thinking about all the heartbreak. And a lot of people don't do a lot of work on themselves. They don't go to therapy, so no. they're carrying all that. Like mm-hmm. you have a lot more shit in your forties than you did yeah. in your twenties, and if you haven't cleared it up, that's why you're on the dating scene saying there are no men out here, yep. and it's all this negative stuff. And it's 100. like we live in a city where there are millions of people, and you're telling me not one of them could yeah. be a decent date. That's how that's got to be you, right? But no one I wants to say that. that. It's yeah. not. It's not nice to say on girls' night. It really puts a dampener. Trust me, I've said it, and it's oh. like. Things get real. Why People does start- Andrea girl never get invited back to girls' <laughs> night? Like, everybody puts down their rosé and starts looking around the room, and I'm like, Awkward. you can't think it's everybody else. It yeah. is like... Are you working on yourself? Are you putting yourself out there? Are you still hanging out with the same group of people that you were yeah. always hanging out with? Because you're not going to meet anybody that new is, in that crew. That is very, very true. But it's your comfort level. You don't want to go outside. And like, I remember telling, talking to two single girlfriends of mine. We went for dinner. And we talked about uh, dating a guy who lives in the suburbs. One of the suburbs, like Whitby. And the two of them, who haven't gone on a date in years... We're like, Whippy, I would never want to date with a guy who lived in Whippy. And I go, do you understand what your problem is now? Like, now you're making okay, a suburb. that's annoying and that's a problem. Because I call people out on that stuff it's like, like come so on. much. It's like, but that's cares? like, yeah, when we were 20 years old and we lived one place, we didn't have cars or this Thank or whatever. You. Like, you're grown now. There's Uber, there's this. Like, it doesn't matter. It's also you're complaining on one hand about not being able to find a date. Exactly. And then this guy doesn't even exist. We're just talking hypothetical, but you're already not dating him right. because he doesn't oh, I live. I want him to live in the downtown area because he's got to be cool and have like a penthouse that's 
four million over there. Like, stay single, honey. Stay single. And that's the thing. That's why I'm like, it's a very interesting. That's why I always tell yeah. people the truth. But you know what? That's why I have a podcast. So I can talk trash about them right here. Uninter- <laughs> uninterrupted trash talk. All right, so let's move on. All right, so would you stop a wedding? Well, one woman wrote to a newspaper relationship columnist asking if it's okay to stop her friend from marrying a guy she's only known for six months. She mentions that her friend is very impulsive. She's also only 21 years old. So, should she mind her business or does she have a right to say something and prevent her friend from what she thinks is a mistake? What would you do, T? Okay, so the facts here are this bride is 21. Mm-hmm. She just met some guy and she's like, I'm going to marry him. Honeymoon phase. Honeymoon phase. So here's what I also think. This is probably non-popular opinion. Nobody should get married at 21. Just nobody should get married at 21. You have no idea what you're doing. Why do you need to get married at 21? So I think you should love each other. You should whatever. And you should get married in like eight more years. If you were together in eight more years after you met at 21, that's fine. So I kind of think you should tread carefully around stopping the wedding. Mm-hmm. Postpone it. Yeah. That's what you would do. Yeah. Oh my God. You and I don't agree on anything so far. I love no. this. No, I love this. I say, let your friend get married. Ah! I say, you shut your mouth, you shut your mouth and you let your friend get married. Everybody. And this is the reason why I feel like everybody has their own journey. Everybody has the things that suit them, whether they, as long as this guy is not like abusing her, if he's abusive, but you I'm don't like, like the guy, not. right? We know the guy is not. The only reason, it sounds like the only reason she doesn't like the guy is because it's only been six months. How could right. you not like somebody when he's only been on the scene for six Where months? Where are these people from like rural Canada? Listen, that be maybe, but listen, that happens here all the time. Remember you're in your twenties and you meet somebody at the club and you think it's great. And it's the first six months. So I think I understand her friend's nervousness, but I'm like, no, your friend is one of those people who needs to feel she can't hear. She must feel. Oh, so Lord, I say, friend. I let her marry, let her go through whatever she wants to go through. She's going to grow up real fast yep. because marriage is not a joke. A relationship, uh, intertwining your families, your finances, all of that stuff, and then she will then she will grow up. But you can't make her grow up by yeah. telling her what to do. You're not her mom. I would sit in that wedding and sit on my hands and be like, "We all know this ain't gonna last." Oh lord! But she needs to get this out of her system because she thinks this is what she needs. So let her get married. Yeah, I, mean, I had a girlfriend I who did that. Put up a major, major fight, but I would definitely be like, <clears throat> "Don't do it! <clears throat> Don't do it!" Don't do it. See, and you know what the funny thing is? I had a girlfriend once a week before her wedding. She comes to me. And oh, no, that's too late. Listen. A week before the I've wedding, never, someone said objective? I really was like, I wanted the ground to open up and for me to just fall into it. Because she was like, so I don't, like, do you think I should? I'm having these feelings. And in my head, I'm like, you're not going to put this shit on my fucking head. I'm not dealing with this. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do? And I, and I just remember, I'm like, this is your journey. Whatever's like, you already said yes. The people are coming. Like, this is happening. So go through it. You can get out of it. Because you can get out of a marriage. Children you cannot get out of. A wedding you can get out of. A marriage you can get out of. So I'm like, do it. Try it out. Don't make babies too soon. And just test the waters. And then if it is the right person, you'll know. Maybe you're just nervous, but I'm, you're not, com- don't you come to me. ever been to, I'm trying to think of anyone I've ever met mm-hmm. who has gotten engaged, mm-hmm. set a wedding date, planned a wedding, and then stopped it beforehand? Uh, my sister. Oh, really? And my friend Sharon Lee. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, like, not. How soon? Um, for my For my sister, it was, oh, I think it was like three or four weeks before the wedding. Wow. Yeah. Like, and it was like a big wedding big like my sister threw everything like my sister pinterested everything into her wedding and she just said i can't do it well it was kind of like they, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, they're divorced now 
Oh, well, they did it. Well, they did do it, but there was a major conversation. Then they just kind of did it like, oh, we'll just muddle through. And it didn't even last six months. And my girlfriend, Sharon Lee, did the same thing. It was a whole lot of like, should I? And then we were all sitting at her wedding. It was really sad looking back, but we were all sitting at her wedding going, she just wanted a party. Like, this is not going to last. And it was eight months later. And then they were, it was a wrap. So that's why I'm like, but here's the deal. My sister needed to go through that to grow up because she wanted something because everybody else was doing it. It wasn't the right person for her. I hate weddings, to be honest with you. I think, listen, you want to ruin my, like... Yeah, I'm not. I don't. A, I'm the wrong person to ask. I'm not I hate a huge planning. I like going to them. I don't want to be a bridesmaid. Like I'm, guys, just putting it out there. I'm like, don't make me be a bridesmaid. I just want to show up. Um, tell me if the bar is open. Tell me if there's. I've been to weddings with no alcohol, and I'll I bring my too. own. And I love the <laughs> dancing part. But apart from that, I'm like, Ugh. I like the party part. I like the speeches. If the speeches are good. There's nothing better than hearing people like the best friend give a great speech. And, but most times it's people get up there and they just muddling through saying a whole bunch of bullshit. Right. But I'm so surprised you said that because I have felt that way forever. And I remember I was a bridesmaid for the first time. Like, like my girlfriend, she was much older than I was. And I was like 23 and I was her bridesmaid. And I have never seen anybody turn to such a huge asshole. Oh, here Her we go. and her mother, they were like screaming at people. You can't be in this group. For-. Like it was bananas it was so horrible and wow. i just remember the whole we didn't eat all day and she was like you don't need to eat you need to look good in, in the dress and we were i was like what's happening she turned into a different person i remember leaving her wedding thinking to myself by the way she made me take off the dress before i left <gasps> yeah okay <laughs> she's like uh remember you gotta leave that behind are you leaving what are you leaving okay because i need you to put that dress i need you to put that dress in my room yeah such and such has the key. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's uh, a nightmare. Yeah, it nightmare. Was, it was a nightmare. I really, I couldn't even really be her friend after because I was like, no, I you don't can. even know who you are. And I remember leaving thinking to myself, I'm making an announcement to every woman I meet. I Please just let me come with my own dress. Come when I'm going to come. And, and leave, leave when, when I, I want to leave. leave. I don't want to do any of this nonsense. I, God bless you. You want to have all these people? Please do not feel bad. Horrible. I don't want to be in it. Yep. After that, I was like, don't include me on that crap. I want to get into our next story. A bride asked her pregnant bridesmaid to stop holding her belly in her wedding photo shoot. Now, is the bride entitled to make this request? Right? Because most people say, listen, the number one thing you don't do at a wedding is you don't upstage the bride. And What are you supposed to do? Shove it back to the back? Let me listen, move my baby. I don't, okay, okay. That's petty. Listen, and I know petty. I'm on a reality TV show. Listen, I feel like I got to like, play devil's advocate and, and defend this bride. Okay? So listen to this. A bride took to Reddit to gather some advice about a tricky situation with a seven-month pregnant bridesmaid at her wedding party. Now, this bride writes that she told her bridesmaid to stop holding her pregnant belly and to stand normally in the photo shoot. I'm sorry. This, bitch, this girl's such a bitch. Okay, now before we rush to judgment uh, on our bride, we need to hear her out. According to the bride, the bridesmaid's dress was not restricting her baby bump because it was flowy and it was a loose skirt. Oh. Yet she was holding her belly as if it was her maternity shoot rather than her friend's wedding shoot. So the bride points out that she paid a lot of money to get these uh, pictures done with the wedding party and she thought it was best to just talk to her friend and give her that advice. One of the other guests said that uh, the, way, the reason why the girl was holding her belly is because she thought she was going to look fat in the photos instead of looking pregnant. Of course. Um, but do you think the bride went too far by telling her how to be in the wedding photo shoot. You're, listen, we're talking to an engaged woman, right? You know these things aren't cheap. It's a once-in-a-lifetime deal. I'm putting some thought into this. Right? Because my mind is kind of going. Okay, so first of you all... Ha- you are done. You are done. You have organized. Pe- photographers are here. Family has flown in. Everybody's here. Cameras are rolling. And you need this day, because it's going to be... 
These photos last forever. I mean, forever. who are you, first of all? This is the thing. Like, mm-hmm. I get this picture is going to go on your mantle and it's going to be pretty, but you're yep. going to look back at it 10 years with your girlfriend and be like, girl, remember how pregnant you were? Oh my God, your feet were so swollen. You couldn't even dance. And then they'd be like, oh my gosh, you remember how drunk you were? And I was the only sober one. Like, that's the real life piece of it. Yep. So I'm kind of like, Ugh, who cares? Now, if you are like... Beyonce or something and you know famous photographer Annie Leibovitz is shooting this for the cover of Vogue yeah then just tell the girl to get out the picture here's the deal I think it's mean to ask your pregnant friend to be a bridesmaid period exactly oh thank you and this girl is seven months pregnant she's well into it her feet are swollen you know she's hungry you like she's not comfortable with her body because now everything is swollen boobs are big belly's big you're sometimes their nose you're like can you please be less pregnant and less a fixture in my wedding but don't you remember when megan markle was pregnant and they give her a hard time because in all the photos she was holding even when the bump was small she was holding it do you remember how much of a hard time people gave her and she wasn't even posing for anybody's photos here's the thing i've also never been pregnant so I don't know if it becomes like this obsessive thing where you're like, I just need everybody to see the fruits of my loons, loins, this, like, please. I don't maybe know. that's maybe it. it's heavy and you really feel like you have to hold this belly up. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we're, you know what? Maybe that friend is insensitive. Maybe she doesn't understand what it, I don't, I've never been pregnant I mean, the either. friend is insensitive and she's self-absorbed because typically but bribes end up being insensitive okay, and I'll self-absorbed. Say, that's a lot of bribes you just put under right. the bus right I there. Mean, a kind of lot. The thing. They get to this point where I feel like it's like the, the, the like snowballs rolling down the hill and just picking up bigger Too and bigger Too much and bigger. pressure on this being and your day. And it's money and this and that's and the pressure thing. We back to look it up perfect. by going, well, I spent all this money. Yeah. Um, so I feel like you're right. She should just say, you know, I should have asked you but then maybe she asked her before she was pregnant so then unask her Ooh. can you do that because you're unasking her for a reason it's not like you're not friends with her anymore you're like listen i understand you're gonna be pregnant by the time we, we get married you'll be seven months i don't want you feeling uncomfortable i know you're not gonna want these pictures to last forever with you in this state so how about you sit this one out see here's the thing i feel like you and i could have that conversation because Easily. we're very like Peace. Cool. you know what i mean like <laughs> more this than did happy. not hurt my feelings like more than so, happy but i just realize more and more yeah like the way I approach things like Mm. and have conversations like Mm. this is not normal so like that stuff does not bother me I'd actually rather you tell me but if that's your friend because you're only asking this girl to be a bridesmaid because she's your friend so if she's your friend shouldn't you be able to have that conversation with her and be like no because people are crazy and sensitive and this so like you would think that would be just the rational way but no it's a whole you know what I've learned in life you know people do a lot they fucking get over things (sighs) Not they, fast enough. I know, but they get over it because they know that it's not coming from a negative place. It's like mm. if you're if you're never if someone you've known for like think about your best friends. Think about Serena. If you ask Serena, listen, uh, I don't want you to be have to worry about being in the photos. You're pregnant. I know you're uncomfortable. Yes. Sit this one out. Do you think she's gonna throw away all those years of friendship? No. On that conversation. No. So I'm saying, if it's your real friend, they're not like even but if she was bent. You know what she's gonna do. Are- She's going to get over it. No, she would get over it. But people are really, really petty, petty, petty pants. It's not like you're uninviting her from the wedding. It's no. just like you don't have to be part of this whole wedding party nonsense. I mean, okay, so what did what was the consensus for most people? Well, they here's the deal. Like, the bride was, she's already gone through this situation. Uh, she already asked the girl to not hold her belly. So it's like, it's a done deal. But she was asking, like, was I wrong? Interesting question. Was I wrong to tell her not to hold her belly? And it's like, well, 
you know, is it wrong for a bride to tell a girl not her girlfriends not to, you know, cut their hair or to wear a certain type of right. dress? Or, oh, I, I hear that like, a lot. There's a lot of things that brides ask their friends to do. Don't do this. Don't do that. If you could lose 20 pounds, like I've heard all kinds mm-hmm. of nonsense. That's why I'm like, you could count me out of that shit. Um, but she was asking, <laughs> could she, you lose 20 pounds? I would love to actually for myself. And if not I lost 20, for your damn wedding. Thank you. I was like, like, if I lost 20 what? pounds, the last thing I do is go to your janky ass wedding. Right. Um, but yeah, but that's, <laughs> <laughs> you'd be like, I'd be out on these streets. Like what? Yeah, I ain't got. I have no time for your nonsense. But you enjoy your wedding. That everybody's just gonna talk trash at anyway. All right. So yes. Yeah, so, but I wanted to find out what you're gonna do. All right. And this is a. This one I thought is so weird. Okay. So a new study revealed that men are more likely. Listen to this. To order meat on a date to impress what? women. Women are men. Oh. On a first date, men are more likely to order meat so that they can impress women. Now, according to the recent study from Monash University in Melbourne, Australia. Research states that men are more likely to order meat on a date because they want to impress women. The study found that being sexually motivated could actually increase a man's appetite for meat. So if he orders a porterhouse steak, does that mean he's hoping to like... Yes. Fuck Men you are, later? Here's the thing. Is he like, is he like, car, like, is he getting his protein before he gets it on with you later? I don't understand. Anytime a man goes on a date, he's hoping to get laid. That is fact. The first date? Of course. At least, it's like... I know. I, I mean, feel like I'm I so mean, old. I just don't think... Look, anytime a man goes out, he's hoping to get laid. Yes. Whether or not he actually thinks it is within reach and it's going to happen is another question, but he is like, fingers crossed, tonight's the night. Like, all the time. Now, ordering meat, because it looks like, oh, I'm a man. Like, that's like caveman stuff. Of like, yeah. I ordered meat. Right? Yeah. Um, that doesn't surprise me at all. I'm sure they're like, yeah. You, you know the funny thing is, at first I thought this was just so strange, but then I remembered I went on a date with it. I've gone on so many dates with so many losers. But this is, and now I'm like, and before I couldn't figure out why, but now I'm like, oh, it's coming it's all making sense now i can talk chalk about it this guy went on a date with me and he ordered a salad and he was a big guy like six four good size like a football player big like, guy unless you're a vegan that's weird not a vegan but ordered a tiny not a big salad with lots of stuff like a tiny salad and you know me i tell people on a first date i'm like i'm not one of these bitches eh you better i'm having an appetizer a right. main and a dessert and we having a little bottle of wine like i think we're, we're mm. out to sit down and get to yeah. know each other and I was like, this guy had a salad. I was looking at him like, is he going to have more? And that's all he ordered. And he wanted like hot water with lemon. And I was like, I was so disgusted by him. I didn't like him anyway, but I was like, this is so unattractive. Maybe he had like irritable bowel syndrome. He <laughs> was on a diet trying to lose weight. You ever see IBS? Maybe he was going to shit himself. You know those commercials <laughs> where they're like, are you missing out on life? And they're like, mm. and so he didn't want to be going to the bathroom or something. I don't know, because that is actually so weird. I can't even figure out why that but he was. He said he was on a, I think he said he was on a diet. He was trying to lose weight. But I'm like, this is your cheat night then. Like, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. on a date. Just relax. He looked so, it looked so bizarre. And then he, and then I ordered food. Like, I ordered food. So it was like, you know, the waiter came with the plates too. and he yeah, didn't yeah. know. And I go, no, no, no. That's the meat him. is over here. Over here. So I, I kind of get it. But I just think it's a really weird thing. Now, uh, you haven't been on a first date in a long time. No. But do you remember on a first date, do you like... Were you ever worried about what, you know, because we all think about, because you're putting your best foot forward. Do you ever think about like, what am I going to eat? We're going to the restaurant. I like to know the restaurant so I can look at, look at the menu yes. before I get there. I need to know. Um, you know, you think about your outfit. You think about yes. your hair. You think about yes. your bra and panty but set. But sometimes, you, you, like, it made, you made me pause because I was like, oh, I haven't been on a first date. But like even business meetings or this or yep. whatever, it's the same type of thing where you're like, okay, I just need to know. Yeah, It's I the same type of, well, I'm like that. Yeah. You know, you're like, okay. Like, maybe you're like wooing some investor yep. or whatever. Yeah, like, I do like to know because I have analysis paralysis over menus, mm. big time. Mm. 
Big time. It's that's why probably I to, really annoying. No, that's why I go online beforehand because I'm like, I need to know because I'm the person who yes. will sit there for 40 minutes just kind of going yeah. over and going over. What do you like? And like sometimes I'll get to the point where I'll just say to the server, just surprise me. I can't take it anymore. Like, <laughs> or sometimes I ask them like, what do you like? Because I know they've had everything yeah. on the menu. I'm like, what's good? Oh, I know. Bring that to me yeah, because yeah, I good. can't make a decision. I do that too. Um, but you're right. Business dinners, I hate them. Yeah. And, I, and I will not order anything. Like I'm really being specific about the food. Yeah. Anything that has a bone in it, I'm not eating. Really? Oh, oh so you have to like pick it up. Or... Yeah, or knife and fork around. I don't do it. Anything that has a lot of sauce for splash. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm I accident. Do pr- I don't do that either. Um, when I know something really weird, um, my husband fiance will kill me for saying this, but I think this is the. But that's the type thing. of shit we love to hear. He never orders chicken. Why? Is there a reason because for it? Because it's like the South. Black people always eat chicken oh. and watermelon, so he will never order chicken. Well, there is a thing about black people and chicken that everybody kind of knows. Yeah, like, oh, okay, you're, of course you're going to get the chicken there, buddy. He never orders chicken. Really? Never, ever. Yeah. I don't think... I don't even really like chicken that much except a chicken wing, but anyways. Oh, yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah. I know chicken breast is horrible. Yeah. Worst part of the chicken. Chicken wings are great, but never. I eat yeah. chicken wings mm-hmm. at home. Yeah, me too. There's something about mm-hmm. being in public sucking stuff off yeah. the bone that yeah. I'm just yeah. like... Or unless you're with your friends and you're like, are we getting a big plate of chicken? And we're all going to be like... Everybody is, deep in but like wings. a business meeting? Yeah, not chicken wings or like a fried chicken because in the South, fried chicken is so major, right? But fried chicken hurts my stomach. Does that make oh. me sound like an old lady? I'm like, fried chicken no. is a sensitive I tummy. I mean, you should not eat fried, if fried chicken chicken will like take years off your life anyways Does it? but yeah it's just fried 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 food fried, i know fried, but fried lots food. of fried stuff fried stuff always tastes better though i know but that is not the point i know i'm like all fried foods take years off your life yes anything that's fried is not exactly forget the, you're a nurse god i forget you're best like, diet for you yeah but every once in a while every once in a while a little two-piece dinner every once in a while a two-piece dinner is fine ain't nobody gonna die but i'm like i live in the south now where everything is fried like everything the bread is fried i mean the this is like a major cultural shift between like the diet up here to the south. So they're not like kale eating like you know what healthy smoothie no, places they everywhere. Take the collard greens, kale. Just I honestly I feel like I just heard about kale in the past five years. Yeah. Did you? Did we eat kale? No, not like, it was never on the grocery list in my from? house. I think it was always there. We just didn't eat it. No, but I, I don't even know. So kale, no collard greens, for example. Yeah. You soak them in some butter and this, and then you put some pork fat and some pork th- fat. Bleh, bleh, bleh. I mean, they're delicious. I don't know how to make collard greens, but like I know they're not <laughs> healthy for me. Oh, it's just like the best cooking lesson, <laughs> best cooking segment ever. It's right. like pork fat and stuff. I don't know. I just know it a tastes turkey, good. A turkey neck and whatever. But so I'm you pretty much start off with something really healthy, yeah. and then you add as much bullshit to make yeah. it as unhealthy to make it as, as delicious as possible. Possible. Mm-hmm. Well, the, it's, the great thing is they appreciate a woman mm-hmm. with some like meat on her bones down there. So it's That's all good. True. Everybody's that is eating true. up here. That is true. Not skin here. and bones. Yeah. I cut, yeah, skinny, skinny. Everybody's like, everybody's on a Saturday walking through the streets of Toronto. Everybody has a yoga mat on their shoulder. Oh, everybody's gosh, wearing, I can see that. Everybody's wearing their workout gear all day. Like, that's the culture. Well, I in. used to think, so it's funny, I used to have a big butt here when I lived here in Toronto. Can we discuss butt. your butt? I don't know. Like, discuss? seriously, my butt is like nothing in the state. Can it we, here's the deal. This is what's so exist. funny. When you were here, you're right. Your shape, very beautiful shape, by the way, but your shape was like, no one was shaped like that. We would go places and men would literally fucking start screaming. I, I, but <laughs> you want to like, know what? It is like I'm what we would call, um, what did you make and say, MAGA? Yeah. yeah. In the States, I'm like a stick. Ain't that, it just depends on the city that you're in. But I remember when we were younger, people, men, not people, men would lose their minds. And I'm like, what is happening here? And it's like, now not you're in a place all. where it's like, Nothing. you're one of many. Not even one of many. 
One of I, like, have, I don't have a backside compa- comparatively. They, so what are we talking about? Because it's the waist to hip ratio, which is like... Yes, like I don't even have like... Th- 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 it wouldn't even turn ahead for like a 90-year-old man. Ain't that Their some... butts are so big. Are they real? Uh, That's what I find really interesting. Probably 50-50. Maybe you that's just don't know anymore. Don't you, you think don't that's weird though? Because you you know because you've always had your body. You grew up in a time where it's like you were one of the only girls that I knew who had that shape, and people were making those a big, were the good old days, right? <laughs> <laughs> making this big fuss about it, and now it's like this is what everybody yeah. has, like, and they're like perfection. I mean, look at Kim Kardashian; she didn't have that butt. I know we are watching the Met Gala. Oh my gosh. What do we think about her look at the Met Gala? Um, I had a lot of things to say about the Met Gala. I, I have a lot of things to say about it, too. Okay, so I feel like the th- she was a little bit off theme. She you was think? so safe Kim Kardashian yeah. that, like, this was the year that everyone could go bonkers, right? Yeah. It was camp, whatever And Kim, of, of all people, could really she could go. She could have gone bonkers. Like, yeah. she has the team and this. Like, I would have liked to see, like, Erica Jane at the Met. Do you, did you ever watch Beverly Housewives of Beverly Hills? I'll show you her picture. Ooh, um, but like, there's no. some cool people, yeah. and there were other people that I think did a really good job. I just Lots feel like people. she was safe. Um, and you know, my favorite part about her is that Kanye, if you're not willing to play, I understand. Why, go? Why waste a ticket? No, no, you can go in, but just go in the back and go in and meet her and let her do the carpet. You standing back there in your what bus depot wearing? uniform. It looked like it was Dickies, remember? Yes. I, I used rem- to come down yes. here to Queen Street to buy it's- Dickies uniforms like it's they like were cool it's like workman's clothes and I'm like with that look on his face and I was like your man is a liability can you just Stop. send him like just go I inside know, and it's disappointing I know that's why I like JLo and A-Rod I like the way they play like he's like <sighs> Gosh, I'm gonna get dressed I'm gonna wait I'm taking pictures yes. I'm here for you yeah. you let me know, you know I'll stand in the way Serena Williams and, and her, her husband yes you Alex. just saw him in the back clapping like <laughs> but he came dressed he yeah. came dressed and when she needed help and she needed help up the yep. stairs there he, he is was. and then when she needs her photos he backs up yeah. Kanye was in every fucking shot yeah not miserable not miserable good. poor Kimmy poor Kimmy Kims oh well you know what she'll live she just had her fourth kid she'll be just fine <laughs> she's living just fine <laughs> she you know what we're here talking trash and she's like alright girls right. I'm losing lots of sleep <laughs> Living my best life. How am I right? going to survive without the two of you talking about me? Um, but this has been so much fun. So See, much thank fun. Thank you so much for stopping by thank and chatting. You. Welcome back home. It's always thank good to have you. You got to come back more. I got to come back for all like the tech and no, business conferences. And do I need more stuff. roti. I'm going to go get a roti right now. Oh, the roti. Oh, yeah, yeah you know I know, what? but I got to go out of town. Like, there's no roti on Queen Street. I really feel like I need to go to like Eglinton. Or... Oh, you had, oh, you had into the hood to no, get a I roti. I need a roti. I don't want a doubles. Like, I need all this. I'll tell you the place. I'll tell you the place. Okay. It's not too far. It's like not too far from you. Okay. really haven't been home in a long time. I'm like, no. I don't think you need to go that far no, for a roti. They're literally yes. around the corner. Unless it's on Uber Eats and they deliver. <laughs> they probably do. Yeah. They deliver everything. Mm-hmm. Everything now. Um, so tell people where they can find you. Tell people what time um, Housewives comes on. Give okay. us all the deets. Okay, so you can find me on social media. I love my social media fans. They're so nice to me. Yeah. Um, on Instagram, it's Tanya time. I'm on Twitter at it's Tanya Sam. Facebook, Tanya Sam. You'll find me there. And check out Real Housewives of Atlanta. We air Sundays on Bravo. I don't know what, I think it's one hour later here actually in in canada okay so what time does it air in atlanta it airs at 8 p.m and i believe it comes on at 9 p.m 9 or 10 here i'm not sure but check us out and also please follow me check out our website www.techsquare.co that's where you can keep up with all of uh, my technology investments business building um all that fun stuff for startups and entrepreneurship so 
Thank you. Good stuff. Good stuff. We're so proud of you. All right. So, um, friendly reminder to listeners to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Play Podcasts, Google Play Music, and Spotify. You can also buy my lovely book, Single Girl Problems, on Amazon.com. Send us your relationship questions or comments to Single Girl Problems Podcast at gmail.com. That is all the show we have for today. This has been balls. Until next time, everybody. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.